This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. of the Believe Podcast Network. It's time for the Believe in Ole Miss Podcast with your host, Brad Logan, your home for Ole Miss sports. To be a part of the show, email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. And now, from the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Brad Logan. Ole Miss at Texas A&M coming up on Saturday morning, 11 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. We've got Carter Carls who covers Texas A&M for Gigum 247. We'll get the down low on everything that's going on with Texas A&M as the Rebels welcome in the 5-3 and three Aggies into town. The line opened up around 4 or 5. It's down to 3. Um, I think everybody that, um, you know, we said this earlier uh, the this week in the podcast that everyone, specifically Ole Miss fans, are, you know, just nervous about this one because – you know, we think Texas A&M has a lot of talent. They just really haven't kind of put it together. I think for Ole Miss, Max Johnson coming in here, wearing different colors for the quarterback, and we'll get into it with Carter about this offense. And, you know, Ole Miss has proven that it can beat good teams on the schedule. And, you know, we'll see what Texas A&M brings to the table. They beat a, a really good LSU team earlier this year. Didn't know how good Tulane was, but Ole Miss goes on the road, beats Tulane 37-20. to down in New Orleans. Doesn't play well and loses to Alabama, but they've won the rest. Didn't play well at Auburn, wins the game. Didn't play well last week against Vanderbilt, specifically in the second half, win the game. Here we are, 7-1. Couldn't ask for anything better. SEC Nation is in town. There are tickets available as well. But if you want to be a part of the SEC Nation, that will happen in the Grove and uh, at some time before kickoff. We'll be on – WJTV at 10.08 prior to the game. Look forward to joining Blake, Mike. Uh, that'll be simulcast on News Channel 3, the CBS affiliate out of Memphis, and also WJTV, the CBS affiliate out of Jackson. So excited about joining those those folks uh, Saturday morning prior to kickoff. Uh, a couple of people will be recognized in the field, uh, the M Club Hall of Fame. That's going to be really cool to see. And all of that will take place prior to kickoff. It's an early kick, and uh, traffic's going to be uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be difficult. So I encourage you to arrive early as best you can and uh, enjoy the game. It's it's going to be beautiful. I tweeted out the forecast, and uh, I think it's like 73, 74 kick and uh, not, getting out of, not, not getting any higher than 75 by the time the end of the game. Just baked in sunshine. Chamber of Commerce Day uh, is, is what's supposed to be uh, in town. So it's going to be a beautiful day for football on campus. The Grove should be packed as this is the last chance, not counting ULM, to see the Rebels play. Uh, you know, Ole Miss will go on the road next week, um, as we all know, to face the Georgia Bulldogs. The question is, is how important is that game? Um, I think if Ole Miss obviously wins the game today, uh, the Georgia game became, becomes the biggest game in, in modern history. And if the Rebels lose the game, well, it's not so big anymore for obvious reasons. But I think the important thing for Ole Miss is it's going to be a good season regardless of what happens. But can it be a great season? It all starts, of course, on Saturday. Grateful for our sponsorship, of course, Bet Online, Bet Online, Bet Online with the game starts. Last, of the major sports pro leagues is off and rolling. College basketball, well, we've already tipped it off. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, NHL, all in full swing. Bet Online, your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Use that promo code BLEAV, B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on that very first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Also grateful for our sponsorship with Debbie Johnson. She's our real estate agent here on the Believe It On Miss podcast. She can be yours today. Just give her a call. 662-689-0090. Awful thankful for our friends at The Rogue. The Rogue in Jackson. Just off of I-55 on the frontage road. You know where it is. All of the perfect names that you love. Right there at The Rogue. For that special, special night on the town. Go by and see them. Tell them that you heard about it on the Believe It or Miss podcast. Also thankful for our friends at the College Corner Store, located right off of Sisk Avenue, right on the left, right down past the Wendy's. It's in the Oxford Common Shopping Center. They've got everything you need for game day. You name it, everything. Cups, hats, pullovers, T-shirts, jerseys. They've got it at the College Corner Store. Let's check and see what's going on in College Station. Check in with Carter Carls. Writes for Gigum 247 and see what's happening the Texas Aggies right here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, part of the Believe Network. Today's show is brought to you in part by Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering needs, including live betting and the fan favorite Vegas Casino and Poker Games. It's really easy to get started. Just head on over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today. Use our promo code Believe50, B-L-E-A-V 50, and receive your 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. But online where the game starts. 
Today's show is brought to you in part by Realtor Debbie Aldison Johnson. If you're looking for a spot in the Oxford area or, quite frankly, anywhere in Mississippi, that is your go-to. Remember, real estate industry since 2003, looking for that special ag property, maybe a recreational property, maybe a commercial real estate property, or a new home. Uh, Debbie does a great job and can be your real estate agent today. Just contact her directly at 662-234-5555. Of course, that's a member of the Kessinger Real Estate family realestate.com and Debbie has been with them for quite a few years. If you need to get her directly, just dial her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Remember, your go-to for real estate, whether it be commercial, farm, or maybe you need that home. Maybe you need that second home in Oxford. You're looking maybe to relocate to Oxford. Part of the real estate family, the Kessinger Real Estate family. Debbie Johnson, your realtor, 662-234-5555. Or call her cell phone at 662-689-0090. Debbie Johnson, a proud sponsor here on the Believe in Ole Miss podcast. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. If you're looking for the perfect game day outfit for the Grove, look no further than the Rogue in Jackson. Live in Oxford? No problem. Go to therogue.com and shop the collegiate section, and there you'll find Horn legend Peter Millar, the best selection of Rebel game day clothing, celebrating 56 years of business and a sponsor of the Grove Collective. When you're in Jackson, go by the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in the capital city, an extensive collection of sports coats, suits, Shirts from brands like Peter Millar, Tom Beckby, Brax, Jack Victor, Mark Digman, and others. And when you stop by the store in Jackson, and that's where you'll see the best selection of Rebel Game Day clothing. That's the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. Go by and tell them that you heard about it on the Believe It On Miss podcast. Hi, this is Brad Logan. The Grove Collective's mission is to support, elevate, and protect the well-being of all our student-athletes through a wide range of NIL opportunities and initiatives at Ole Miss. The Collective was established to deliver a best-in-class NIL experience that is worthy of the student-athletes who give their all for Ole Miss. This consolidated and sustainable model provides premium access and experiences between our members, corporate partners, and our athletes. To support all Ole Miss athletes and their NIL platforms, visit thegrovecollective.com. That's the GroveCollective.com. Join our team. Become a member today. Welcome back to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Want to be a part of the program? Just email the show at brad.logan at loganmedianetwork.com or shoot him a DM on Twitter at bradloganCOTE. Whether it's touchdown Ole Miss or showers and right, it's all Ole Miss all the time. And now back to the show.
Hey, welcome in to the Believe It Ole Miss podcast, a part of the Believe Network. It's a big one on Saturday, 11 o'clock, Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, ESPN, one of the premier games on Saturday. It's Ole Miss and Texas A&M, and Carter Carls joins us today. He, of course, writes for Gig'em 247. Uh, Carter, thanks for joining us today. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, Brad. Let's take a look at this Texas Texas A&M team as a whole. You know, looking at the schedule, and uh, I, I think Ole Miss fans have kind of kind of looked at this team, kind of deceiving, five and three, but uh, of course back to back losses to Alabama and Tennessee. Both those games were there for the taking. The Miami game was kind of an early season game. It's kind of you kind of saw everything. But five and three, three and two in the conference, a big win over Carolina last week, thirty to seventeen. But it feels like uh, Carter that, that, that Alabama and Tennessee were gettable uh, for this uh, Texas A&M team. Yeah, if you're Ole Miss, you certainly can't uh, take A&M for granted with with all the talent that they have. But uh, A&M also can't take the stamp for granted because, man, they they really have had, you know, a chance to win some big games this season that they have not taken advantage of. You mentioned Alabama and Tennessee. I really thought that they had everything that it took to win those games, but – from a game management standpoint to an execution standpoint to, you know, a few critical mistakes and and big moments, it just really held them back. And I mean, really the story recently has been their offense Um, and we'll get into it, but uh, they've had so many problems on offense. It's, it's really held them back where, you know, they just score one more touchdown in those games or 10 more points in those games. They win. uh, But really, They've struggled to um, really perform well in the second half of these games. That's been kind of the big problem with them. Um, in their last four games combined in the second half, they've gotten 18 points on six field goals. They have not scored a touchdown in the second half of the last four games. So uh, the offense is really struggling right now. Um, and they go into an Ole Miss uh, environment where – uh, they also have not won a road game uh, since the 2021 season. They're O of their last eight. Uh, so uh, will be really challenging for A&M. They, they really have to look like a different team than they did against Tennessee and Alabama uh, to win this game, in my opinion, because, um, man, they just could not put together a full, full four quarters. If they've managed to do that, though, I think they can win this Saturday. Looking at quarterback Connor Wegman goes down with the injury. Played four games. And actually, I thought you know Carter played pretty well. Had eight touchdowns, only had two interceptions, and uh, threw for right at um, nine hundred seventy nine yards. So was going along pretty good. Then you enter uh, Max Johnson, the transfer out of LSU. Ole Miss has seen Max Johnson before. He's got four interceptions, eight touchdowns, uh, one forty eight. Uh, 87 for 148, and of course, um, 1147 yards. So, not terrific numbers, but but you know, serviceable, I guess you could say. What what are your overall thoughts of Max Johnson so far this year? Yeah, going into the year, I mean, uh, Max Johnson, I think it was pretty fair to say that he was one of the better backups, uh, maybe in the whole country, uh, just with the experience that he had. And, the games that he's won, even last year, came in and, and beat Miami and Arkansas, uh, two of the five wins for AM last year. 
LSU, you know, he was their starting quarterback. You mentioned, you know, he had that huge game against Ole Miss uh, a couple few years ago. I think he went kind of toe-to-toe with uh, Matt Corral in that game. Uh, but, you know, it, the best backup quarterback in the country isn't that anymore once he's the starter. It's it's kind of uh, harder to be as popular then. And, you know, he's, he's had a couple tough moments uh, over the last few weeks. But um, for the most part, Look, I mean, this is a guy who could probably start for a lot of different Power 5 teams. and uh, But I would say it's been hard for him to be overly successful because his offensive line has really held him back. Um, it, it, it's the, probably the number one problem with this team is the offensive line. And you kind of couple that with Max Johnson, who, you know, he's mobile but not super mobile. And he, he's, you know, a taller guy who has kind of this longer looping release. And he likes to hold on to the ball and kind of read through his progressions. Uh, so he, he, he's not Connor Wigman, who was real quick, real fast, could kind of evade pressure and had a really quick release and, and didn't hold the ball as long as him. So you're seeing some of these pressures that didn't turn into sacks early in the season. Now they're starting to turn into sacks. And so it can be troublesome. Uh, I, I think that's kind of the biggest issue with Max is, is holding on too long and, and, and taking some, some sacks that maybe don't need to be sacks. Uh, but for the most part, hey, he's, he's still finding the playmakers. He's still making plays, moving the ball down the field looking like a guy that belongs as a starting quarterback. Um, so uh, been a little bit up and down, but um, I think, hey, for losing your starting quarterback, it could be a lot worse. And he's run the ball quite a bit. I mean, 43 uh, carries for uh, – he's actually gained 138 yards. So uh, he's been sat quite a bit, like you, you pointed out, 115 of that is lost. So he doesn't have a great net. But he does have 138 yards rushing the football, and – uh, he's someone that you can depend on to try to get that extra yard or two. But like I said, he's not someone that's got to burn you with his burn you with his feet. If you look at the running back room, I was a little surprised. Uh, I thought Le'Veon Moss would be a much more uh, productive runner than, than the remainder of the team, but he's actually pretty toe to toe with Amari Daniels. I, I wasn't. Uh, I was a little surprised by that. Uh, Le'Veon Moss with three ninety three on the ground. Amari Daniels three seventy three. Uh, both those guys have three touchdowns apiece. Again, not earth-shattering numbers, but you've got Ruben Owens is back there as well. He's had a couple of carries this year. Yeah, and I mean, with Moss, he missed uh, the last game against South Carolina um, with a pulled hamstring that he had in the the Tennessee game. But um, I I would say for Moss, it didn't really – it kind of took him until the Auburn game to really get going. Uh, first couple weeks, I really felt like they were trying to figure out what they had in their top three running backs. To me, it was more of a rotation than anything, at least initially. And, um, look, they wanted to see what they had in Ruben Owens, their true freshman. And I think – Every now and then, you see a play where you're like, wow, that guy, that's <laughs> that's why he was a five-star recruit. 
And then there's other times where it's like, okay, man, this, this guy still needs to develop his vision and, and, and certain things. It's just not totally there for him yet. Um, Amari Daniels, he's also had some good moments, but I think just the overall consistency of the group, it's kind of hard to be successful when you're running behind an offensive line that's really struggling. Uh, so no one's really been able to emerge as a star, but Le'Veon Moss has been the guy who in recent weeks, in recent games, has kind of emerged as that top guy because he fights for the extra yards. He seems to make something out of nothing. And, and when you have an offensive line that struggles, that kind of running style can be really important. Um, Owens is really good in the open space, but he's not getting a lot of open space. So, um, yeah, I, I think Moss is, is going to be probably your lead rusher by the end of the year for this team. Um, if he can stay healthy and, you know, he'll probably be the one to watch in this game. But it still is a rotation. They're still going to lean on the other two guys. and um, But all three of them, while they've found some success this year, the running game has been a struggle overall. Both Wegman and Max Johnson have distributed the ball really well. Uh, a number of receivers over 10 catches, uh, all the way down to Max Wright, uh, Musi Muhammad, uh, Jade uh, Walker. So there have been a lot of receivers, but it's pretty much been Evan Stewart and Anaya Smith have been the go-to receivers. Both those guys, Anaya's only one touchdown this year, but Evan Stewart with four. Noah Thomas has had a pretty good year, 16 catches and four touchdowns. It, are those the, the receivers that we could be looking forward to on Saturday? For sure. And, you know, Anaya Smith has really done something that I think I mean, we kind of expected, but, but not fully. I mean, he's already at his career high as far as receiving yards in the season at 569. And, I mean, he just seems to be the one consistent producer in this offense. I mean, he uh, five of the last six games has had at least 70 receiving yards. Um, he's had 100-plus receiving yards in two games this season, or maybe three. I can recall correctly, but he has just been everywhere. Um, and on special teams too, he's one of the better punt returners in the country. And what makes him special is, you know, he may not be straight line fastest guy on the team. He's not the biggest guy, but he just gives so much effort constantly and has so much wiggle to him. It's so hard to tackle the guy in space and I think he is around the top 20 in the nation um, in forced missed tackles. Um, he's just, just a really elusive player. Uh, Evan Stewart is, is kind of the guy – I'm not going to say he ha he's had a disappointing season, but it, it's been a little less productive than he thought it would be because I, I think – I truly believe in a couple years from now that kid will be probably a first-round pick. Maybe, maybe he'll be a second rounder. We'll, we'll see just how he breaks out next year. But he's kind of your do-it-all guy who, at any level of, of the, the defense, this is a guy who can um, get open. I mean, it just so much twitch to him. That's, that's the biggest thing with the Nias and Stewart. They just have so much twitch that these guys can get open constantly. 
Noah Thomas is the third guy you'll see as a starter. Adam's trying to get him going recently. He's really been battling injuries all season. And so uh, he went down last game, kind of got the wind knocked out of him. Um, at his peak, fully healthy, he is right up there with Stuart and Smith as, you know, one of these this team's top receivers. But with these injuries, it's been hard for him to be fully effective. Um, and so you'll see Jade Walker. You'll see Moose Muhammad a little bit, hopefully, uh, to kind of come into the game. Moose, Moose didn't play last game. We'll see if he uh, comes into this game. Uh, but those are really the top five to watch. Um, but Anais Smith's probably the one you got to be scared about the most. Defensively, Lane Kiffin said it was one of the more talented teams on on paper and on on uh, from what he's seen on, on cutups that uh, he's faced all year. And 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 I think it starts with Edgerton Cooper, the talented uh, defender for uh, Texas A&M, fifty two tackles leading this team. Tarin York, it's a very talented team, and and everybody kind of looks at McKinley Jackson as well out of George County, Mississippi, Loosedale, uh, Mississippi, uh, a big-time player for Texas A&M. It's a really good defense, and it's one that uh, has played well this year. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, their biggest thing so far has been getting to the quarterback. You know, they lead the nation in sacks. They lead the nation in tackles for loss. Uh, some of it has been beating up on bad teams, you know, getting seven sacks against Auburn, seven sacks against Arkansas. But they're doing things, I don't care who the competition is, that you just don't see all the time. And it, it does translate. You know, Edgerton Cooper had, I think, three sacks against Alabama. Um, Edgerton Cooper, honestly, I think he – I'm trying to think of a better linebacker in the country than him, and I just can't. I mean, the, the guy has been an absolute menace and has earned himself a lot of money this year. And you're really got to count for him all over the field because the, the dude just wreaks havoc uh, constantly. So, um, Ezra Cooper, yeah, definitely the, the, the guy to know about. But uh, this defensive line, full of five-star recruits who, you know, last year they were true freshmen. They were 18-year-olds. Now they're a year older. And so a lot more mature, a lot more seasoned. And you're starting to see that um, come to effect with guys like you know, Walter Nolan um, and even Shamar Tanner, who came from the 2021 class, uh, has made a significant impact this year. Uh, so, yeah, I would say the, the pass rush is the biggest thing. They have defended the run extremely well, uh, 13th in the country against the run. Uh, secondary is the big weakness, um, and, and you'll see that unfold. I know probably the biggest thing, but when your pass rush is really good, that doesn't matter as much, and so that has helped them a lot this year uh, when their pass rush has, has come alive. Line now at three points. I think it opened at maybe four and a half or so, so there was some movement, maybe even opened uh, in some books at five and a half or six, but it's down to three, and that's pretty much the home team uh, if this were on a neutral field, it would be a pick em. What are your thoughts uh, kind of coming into the game Saturday? What are you expecting to see, and, and who do you think's got an eye to, uh, to win this football game? Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's favorable for A&M in the sense that, hey, you got an 11 a.m. kickoff. They've, they've been pretty good at that kickoff time uh, under Jimbo Fisher. But also just the, the crowd may not be as rowdy and, and drunk and crazy at 11 a.m., 
so, so that helps with kind of the road game environment stuff. Um, I just think Ole Miss, there's, there's kind of the two ways to look at this because Ole Miss has a great offense, great defense, but the one really great offense they played this year, LSU, took them to task. And the one really great defense that they faced this year in Alabama also took them to task. So how will that show up against an A&M team that's really good defensively? I don't think A&M will really be able to do much offensively. Uh, so all that's to say, I think this could be a lower scoring game. Uh, A&M's defense has, has played lights out. I think they'll continue to do so. But their offense and their second half problems I and their road problems, I think will ultimately – uh, bite them in the butt. They've yet to beat Lane Kiffin since he's been the head coach at Ole Miss. Uh, I do think this game is a little bit personal for A&M. Um, I, I think, I mean, you, you can look at Ole Miss's uh, last Instagram post and you got all these A&M players commenting on it. So I do think they are, are kind of coming out in, inspired in this game. But ultimately, I do think that Ole Miss kind of has their number and will do enough offensively to offset what A&M will struggle to do offensively. So I think Ole Miss comes out with a narrow win. I'm kind of in the mode of picking against A&M in a road game until they can show me they can win a road game. So especially against a top 10 team, I think A&M is going to lose this game, but not by much. Not by much. He is Carter. Carl's and he does a great job at Gigum 247. That's a great site for you guys to check out. As as you all know, all of our 247 sites, you can uh, you can view all their message boards and all their articles. So we encourage all of our good folks at Rebs 247. That's of course an affiliate of 247 Sports. We call it Inside the Rebels and have a chance to see what's going on over in Aggieland. It's a big one. It's Ole Miss and Texas A&M kicking off at 11 o'clock. And we look forward to seeing everybody there. Carter, thanks very much for joining us. and look forward to seeing you down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Listening to the Believe in Ole Miss podcast with your host, Brad Logan. Download the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review online. Be sure and check us out on Twitter at Brad Logan COTE and at Believe Podcasts, as well as Facebook, Brad Logan Media. From the vault to the pavilion to Swayze Field, it's all Ole Miss all the time. This has been the Believe in Ole Miss podcast, a presentation of the Believe Podcast Network. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. 
Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.